FM. Big shout out to all the bus drivers in South Australia. For, uh, Saturday night I hosted a show at the Convention Centre and it was their annual dinner, the 22nd birthday. Uh, 850 buses here in South Australia. There was 1,000 people there. We had an absolute ball and it was just so much fun. Uh, when I left there at kind of probably about just after 11 o'clock, I went to the taxi rank and got in a taxi and started to drive home. Um, question to you guys. Do you like to start conversations with your taxi drivers? Uh, it, yeah, it's really mood dependent for me. Um, not really at night. I generally sort of get yep. in and just sit there. But during the day, I'm like, How, how's it? But I, then, you know, the basic questions. Busy night. I know, I know. So I, I say hello. Yeah. But then I, they don't want to talk to you uh, either. I just, I'm very interested in the, the history of where people have been in their lives and what they've done. So I love a good chat. And uh, my taxi driver asked me where I was from originally. Like he said, where's your family heritage from? And I told him my family was from Ireland and blah, 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 blah. And I said, what about yourself? He said, well, I'm actually an Afghanistan uh, refugee. I came over here by boat. Oh, wow. What took place next on the way home was the most interesting 15 minutes of my life as he told me about his story, and I want to share it with you guys. So he came over by himself by boat. He was in Afghanistan. He made his way to Indonesia, where he paid $7,500 to an illegal smuggler to get on board a boat. He was on a boat with 140 people. So they were all on this boat. And how long do you reckon the boat ride was that he had to take from Indonesia before they hit Australian waters? Oh, God. Probably weeks. Yeah, month. Was it how much? How really long? surprised me. I, I said the same thing. He said it was thirty six hours. Oh, so they they oh, steamed really? thirty six hours, knowing that they would be picked up and caught. These hundred and forty people, which they were, mm. picked up by our border security. He said, and this was just beautiful. They boarded the boat, and he said he had purchased a life jacket before he got on. And as they were moving around the boat, he said there was only one baby on the boat, and it was a newborn baby. And the father with the baby came up to him and said, excuse me, sir. Now, they're already heading to Australia. He said, excuse me, sir, where did you get your life jacket from? Where did you, where did you get that? And he said, oh, you had to buy them before you left. And he said, oh, my God, I don't, I don't have one. So my taxi driver said, he said, I have no children. So he took off his life jacket and said, here, please have mine. Oh, wow. I said, well, that, that, that could have cost you your life. He said, well, you know, I thought that he has the baby and he should live wow. on and I should die. I just, you know, can you imagine making that decision? Yeah. So... I'm now in love with this guy. He told me how they got into the Australian waters. They got picked up. They all got loaded onto a boat, and then their boat was set on fire and burnt before their eyes. Um, this is also interesting. He said there was a young boy and a boat operator that were operating the boat. He said they both knew that they were going to go and spend time in the detention centre. Uh, the young boy would, would get three months in the detention centre, and the adult would get six months. That They'd done it before, and you could do it three times before you got in serious trouble. So he gave the boat people $200 each because they were going to go to jail for, for three months, and they were losing that part of their life. This is also so interesting. He then spent two weeks in Christmas Island. He said it was absolutely beautiful. And I said to him, What? He said, it was beautiful. And he looked at me and he said, if I could go back right now for a couple of weeks, I would love that so much. He said the food was the best food ever. He then went into about a four-minute spiel about how good the food is on Christmas Island, which again, for a detention centre, really surprised me. He did three weeks in Darwin Detention Centre. Then he came to uh, Adelaide where he looked for a job and now he's a a taxi driver. Mm. I also asked him this question. I said to him, well... Now the boats aren't coming in like they used to. I said, do you think they did the right thing? Should they stop the boats? And I was very interested in his answer. And this is what he said. He said, mate, it doesn't matter. I said, what do you mean it doesn't matter? He said, 
they're all coming in by plane anyway. So whether they come in by boat or plane, he said every day people are coming in, in his opinion, by plane and just illegally staying in Australia. And I just thought, wow, what an interesting chap. So, Cos, was it at that point of the story you saw yourself driving through Robe and going, I reckon we might have missed my story. Well, it's, it's funny you should say that because we pulled up at my house and I paid him and we sat in the car and talked for an extra five minutes. But before I said to him, I said, oh, jeez, mate, I better let you go. And, you know, the funny thing is when I get in a taxi like that, the, the taxi drivers are always just so happy that I'm in their cab. You know why? They know I'm too fat to do a runner. <laughs> Back, Cosy and Lima. SAFM.